0: that's another thing I realized that you could reach decision makers faster, Mm -hmm. that you didn't have to do a big, long, introductory email. You could just say, hey, Mary, connect with at something. You know, it's just so easy. And, you know, and I am fast, and I suppose I like to get things done. If If you ask me to do something, I do it, and I do it now. I don't do it tomorrow, I do it now. Like, you know, so it suited my kind of ethos, I suppose, as well. When you're sharing your knowledge, it just shows that you are the go-to expert, that you know your stuff. And then the next thing you're being brought up in a boardroom, what about that Twitter late, you know? Next thing you're getting a call with the CEO.
1: Welcome to season five of the Making a Marketer podcast with your hosts, Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Jen Cole with Now Marketing Group and x This show is for all levels of experience talking marketing and business with the best guests in the industry. It's important to keep up on the latest trends and topics and this is just the spot. Two guarantees, you will learn and laugh. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 92 Of the Making a Marketer podcast. It is made possible by powers of marketing, providing strategic content creation, including podcast and event production, hosting, and MCing. And I'm here with my trusty co-host, my beautiful friend, Jen Cole. How are you, Jen?
2: I'm wonderful today, Megan. How are you doing?
1: I'm not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I got a lot of things cooking. I feel bad with all the crazy weather that the world had. It's 77, degrees here in in San Diego today, clear skies. So I'm sorry. I know we always end up talking about weather, but you all have had some pretty crazy stuff in the middle of the country. Hey,
2: we have luckily in Wichita, it kind of skipped Everest, but today, you know, it's right now it's 51 and storming outside. So hopefully you guys don't hear too much thunder. I love me a good thunder and lightning storm Mm now, but
1: we could talk about that another time. I took video. We had, it's such a rarity. (laughs) I took, (laughs) it was going nonstop. I took video. I saw the actual lightnings, not just flashes in the sky. It was really cool. It is cool. Okay. So let's get to our guest and topic for the day. Today, we are talking about the power of Twitter spaces with our guest, Samantha Kelly. Hello, Sam. Do you prefer Sam?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Only when I'm in trouble, people call me Samantha. So (laughs) Okay. That's fair. I like it. Welcome, Sam. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just um, turning off my phone there. You know, it's, it's trying to remember to do these things in case there's right. interruptions. So, yeah, I was just making sure the joys of uh, live and online. Well, that's actually one of the things I love, but I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm here in Ireland and obviously it's getting a bit colder now and it
1: rains here all the time, so I'm used to it. So, you know, right. And it's what 10 p.m. Yes. At, at this time. Yes. Yeah. And what part of Ireland are you in? I'm in Wexford, which is in the
0: southeast. So it's two hours from Dublin. I'm from Dublin originally, but I moved down the countryside and I live by the sea. And it's just like what I always dreamed about. So anyone who's listening that thinks they can't get what they want, you can. You know, it, it really is. I'm
2: blessed to live by the sea. That's it's amazing. Sounds so fantastic. How close it's to amazing. Tipperary is? <laughs> about an hour and a half it's a long oh, okay. way
1: to temporary yeah, yeah. it's about that's, uh, that's the wor- that's the reason we went there because the guy I was traveling with one want- because of that song honestly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh,
0: it's about an hour and a half uh, yeah it's not too far and um, it's kind of in the middle okay. down oh, okay. a little
1: bit but yeah I know it uh, yeah I know it well yeah Fantastic. Okay. I'm going to read your bio here. Samantha is a Twitter expert, author, speaker, social media consultant, director of Women's Inspire Network. One of the top Twitter experts as named in many globalists, Samantha is a super connector and an award-winning businesswoman. Just the kind of woman we like to have on our show. And she's got her swag behind her. Doesn't play well on audio, but I can see it. We can see it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. That was a blonde moment. So. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> we, I do it too. We, we do it all the time. Plus we're mm-hmm. recording on video. So it, you instinctually think we're on video, but yeah. So
2: fantastic. All right, Jen, you want to kick us off? Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited for today's talk because as most people know, I really, really, really love Twitter. And back when I got to meet you in person, Sam, it was absolutely fantastic. And I also have to say, I love your Twitter handle tweeting goddess. That so is it's just so cool. So to kick us off, what originally attracted you so much to Twitter and how have you been successful in making it work for you? You
0: know what, um, it was a kind of an accident. Um, I had my first <laughs> business I started 10 years ago and it was called Funky Goddess and it, it was a first period gift box for girls so that you could give a gift to your daughter oh. when she was coming to that awkward milestone so it was because of out of necessity I have two girls and I went to the supermarket and I couldn't believe there were no starter sets and I was like what and so I right there and then in the supermarket which is the way most business ideas start you know right. it's out necessity and I just thought oh wouldn't this be lovely I had no money I know I barely had a Facebook page I hadn't a notion I didn't even have a website nothing and my sister built me a website and then she said you need to go on this Twitter thing you know I said like, Twitter oh my gosh I've heard about it like but I don't know anything about it and so I just started when the kids went to sleep and um, like a lot of small business owners we kind of want to have the balance the work-life balance thing and so you know I'd spend one of my time with the kids in the afternoon and stuff and then when they went to bed that was when I would go online to check emails and to do a bit of work you know and because I was on my own I was alone at the time Um, I was a bit lonely so I used to go on Twitter and I just started talking to people and that's really how it started so there was no plan (laughs) no strategy nothing like that it was just that's where I realized I could reach a global audience and that's where I realized the power of storytelling and the amount of journalists that are on Twitter that want to find a good story and good content and that's really where it
2: started. Yeah, definitely the place to go. Twitter goes so fast. And it's back, especially back in the beginning of it, it was one of those places where you're basically guaranteed if you tweeted at somebody, they were either going to tweet back at you publicly or hit you up in the DMs. And you don't see that on any other social channel, even still today, as much as you see it on Twitter.
0: That's true. And that's another thing I realized that you could reach decision makers faster. That you didn't have to do a big, long introductory email. You could just say, hey, Mary, connect with ask something. You know, it's, it's just so yeah. easy. And, you know, when I am fast and I suppose I like to get things done. If you if you ask me to do something, I do it and I do it now. I don't do it tomorrow. I do it now. Like, And, you know, so it suited my kind of ethos, I suppose, as well. So then when I sold the other company, Funky Goddess, because I actually went on a show, it's like Shark Tank. So it's called Dragon's Den over here. And I went in that TV mm. show. And, wow. you know, so that's where my profile started building and building. And what had happened was when I was on the show, um, a butterfly landed on the makeup girl's ring light, her her makeup light. And it was January. And she said, why is there a butterfly here? And my dad had just passed away. And I said, oh, that's my dad. You know, and of course, when I went up, (laughs) I was full of emotions and nerves and stuff. And so I ended up crying on the show. So I was the girl who cried on the TV. So but what it showed me was the magic of Twitter and the magic of being human and the human behind the business. And that's when I saw the power of Twitter and the power of hope and the power of, you know, spreading good stuff and that people that there were real humans there that actually did want to connect and, and that were nice, that were good people. So that kind of started off. So when I sold that startup, um, because I still wasn't making, I didn't get the investment afterwards, um, I still needed to make a profit. I was working, working, working. And as any good business person knows, you need to be making a profit. You can work, but you, <laughs> d- you need to pay yourself as well so um I sold it to a customer actually who got redundancy so that's when I said right well what will I do now you know and then this hotel up the road here in Ireland in Wexford said um could you come in and just show us how to use this Twitter thing and I was like yeah sure and I came in and I showed them and then they were like oh, would you just run it for us because you know and we'll pay you and I was like oh and then I went yeah, there's a new business. So that yeah, was really that, that was where Tweety us <laughs> came from. So that's really where it started. Yeah, that's where it started.
2: Absolutely amazing. I love stories like that. Sometimes you think you're going one direction, and then holy cow, you just take a complete detour into something even more amazing than you could ever imagine that's so amazing oh yeah yeah
0: in fairness though I did work hard and I did build a lot yeah. of relationships during the other business so I'd already built a loyal following at that stage. well 5,000 at that stage so I kind of when I changed it to tweeting goddess everyone was like oh yeah that's perfect you know it was yeah. like you know so a lot of begrudgers of course were like "Ooh." tweeting goddess like she's you know she's over 40 and she could do it losing a few pounds she's not really a goddess you oh know, my all this goodness kind of crap. oh yeah I just blocked them all it was fine yeah, yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> <You> just <laughs> say just watch me just watch <sighs> me right yeah <laughs> I where don't know where they now? are now exactly
1: <laughs> 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 well you got us all in the feels already right off the bat yep. so thanks for that <laughs> As soon as you said butterfly, I was like, oh man, here we go. All right. So uh, let's talk. We're going to dig into spaces a little bit. So obviously it's a great way to spontaneously join really interesting conversations. How can we use it to drive, and this is spaces specifically, to drive long-term visibility and or success?
0: Well, when I found Twitter Spaces, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I could see the potential straight away. It's really about building your community again. It's the same thing. It's about how you treat people in the Twitter space. So Twitter Spaces is social audio and you can just pop it. It's like Clubhouse. People might be familiar with Clubhouse, but a lot right. of people still don't even know Clubhouse exists. So, you know, you just never know. So, I mean, it's just about listening to conversations and they're all different topics and stuff. So it's really about it's it's like a blog post or, you know, it's it's about the topic. First of all, the content, what you're going to be about but it's also about how you treat people in that Twitter space and so I like to have Twitter spaces that are a little bit different which are just called a cup of tea so I make them really really open and I, I have this Twitter space called a cup of tea and people love coming in because I just invite everybody up and we all just start <laughs> talking but then you'd be amazed the questions that come out and then it, the topic could change and the lovely thing about Twitter spaces is you can change the title of the Twitter space during the Twitter space also there's closed captions for people who have disability or might not be able to hear properly you have good hearing and so you can watch the what people are saying. There's other things you can share during your Twitter space. So even during the Twitter space, I can do a tweet and say, join me at my on my Twitter space. And that's in my arena. Like it's on my Twitter like feed. So, you know, it's like, obviously people come in just out of nosiness and say, what is this? What is this thing? And then they start chatting. And there's some people that I've been engaging with on Twitter for years that I only started speaking to Twitter spaces. So it's just amazing. It's just so nice. And some of those relationships I've brought to the next level, which is what you're supposed to do. Bring them offline to either DM or email or Zoom, like what we're doing here. But with Twitter Spaces, it's a great way to show your expertise, so you could open a Twitter space. I could open a Twitter space about Twitter. You know, we have lovely Madeleine Sklar doing a lot of Twitter spaces all about Twitter. So I kind of backed off a little bit and I said, right, OK, you know, Madeline, let her have the Twitter thing. And then I said, well, sometimes we collaborate and we do one together. And then sometimes I just do my cup of tea ones, which seem to be really popular because I think it's because people need that human connection, especially after the pandemic. And I think people yeah. do want to be heard and it gives everyone a chance to be heard. And, and people need that, I think, at the moment. And I think I've always been like that anyway. And I was even saying to Jen earlier that one of the things that made her stand out for me when I met her was like she was friendly and I felt acknowledged. I felt like I I was important. You know, I was somebody, and everybody wants to feel like somebody. I think during this pandemic in particular, we've all suffered a lot. And I think uh, with Twitter Spaces, it's a great way for you to get to know those people that you've been communicating with on Twitter a little bit more. I'll give you an example. I did a Twitter space with my Women's Inspire Network, not on my Twitter, on the Women's Inspire Network one. And I called it Join Us for a Cup of Tea. And so all these people started popping in and and then McKinty's Tea joined in, which is a tea company here in Ireland. And I was like, oh, my God, a tea company is here. So I was like, she has to speak. And so she started chatting and I bought a teapot and tea offer and she just popped into the Twitter space. So sales are happening, you know, and right. it was obviously I was like, oh, my God, a tea company is here for my cup of tea, Twitter space. So it, that's the power. And she has my business now, whereas there are lots of other tea
1: companies could have done that. But she's the right. one that that came in. That's fantastic. I thought that was going to go into a sponsorship because yeah, you could go down you that know. road, right? She could sponsor your she could. Your, your she weekly. could.
0: Yeah, yeah, she could. And you see, the that's thing amazing. is, I don't even do them weekly. I haven't had a lot of time to kind of commit like you know the Madeline can commit to her twitter smarter chat all the time i mean i can't i just cannot commit to that at the moment because i'm just so busy with other projects and i'm running the women's inspire network as well so i don't actually i just do impromptu ones but i think people actually like that You know, and it's kind of, you know, yeah, she's joined my network now. Helen has, the lady from McKinty's tea. So, you know, I got a sale too. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's all about building relationships, though, and collaboration. So, you know, she might not have a budget to sponsor something, but, you know, it's about being there and helping others as well, because, you know, it's not all about money for me. Obviously, I, I have to make money, but it's not all about money. And it's more about, You know, who else does she know that might join the network, for example? Who else does she know that might actually be able to sponsor someday? But, you know, I just love like was saying, I love people. I love um, (laughs) getting to know different people. And avoiding the idiots
1: and just hanging right. out with people. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like it's about building community, which segues great yes. into Jen's next question for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like that you brought, especially during this time of, you know, with the pandemic and everything, but, you know, the spaces, it really does add like a whole new dimension and a type of experience for users. So why do you think the audio is so powerful when it comes to building community? Well, I think because
0: of the, okay, for example, the time difference here. I have to put on a little bit of makeup. I had to, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, it's it's bedtime and I'm putting on makeup, you know. But like, I love that about social audio is I do not have to have my makeup on. I do not have to be, I can be in my pajamas and I can be, you know, and it's just so nice. Um, And social audio, the sound of someone's voice, you can tell so much from someone by the way they speak to someone else. Um, And if they interrupt people and all of that stuff, or if they just talk, talk, talk and don't listen, you know, you can tell a lot from people from social audio. yeah
2: yeah I love it it's so powerful I think it it brings a lot of context too and sometimes like if you if you like to joke around a lot one thing that I've really gotten out of it is like delivery of the perfect one-liner like you know things like that that you don't get from text but you definitely get from audio it's a game changer it's amazing and then people can read even further into your your own personality and and it makes you even more human
0: and you know there's always one person in there that goes well hi everybody and that's just like yay you know it's like someone chirpy is here you know and and it can be just the difference between someone's tone you know and then you could have someone Uh who like there's one person and it's just like me 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 and it's just like You know, and it's just so funny. And if I'm thinking that, I'm sure other people are thinking the same. Yeah. You know, so it's very, very interesting. I love it. I love it. And I like the emojis. You can react to people and what they're saying. So it's really nice and interactive as well. And also, if I'm talking about a particular thing, maybe I'm talking about an event that's coming up or something. I can actually pin the tweet that has the event link in it in the Twitter space so that people can check it out what I'm talking about. Or if I did a Twitter poll, I could say, yeah, we did this Twitter poll last week. Go oh, hang on. And I'll get it. You get the Twitter poll, pin it up at the top so people can see what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. All the context, all the context. It's, it's amazing. It like completes a circle. You already have video, you already have a photo, you have text. And then now, oh my gosh, you have a voice. So mm-hmm.
1: I mean, and you know there's so with much potential.
2: People with yes. accents,
1: I mean, yeah, you got you have an edge. I mean, I know people say we have accents, I am lucky. I am like, lucky. Yeah. They do, they love the Irish accent, I have to yeah. say.
0: They do love the Irish accent. And there is a French guy that comes into the space of something and I'm like, so so tell me more, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. So That's it awesome. does, it does. And then, you know, it's like um, but also I love the fact that, you know, disabilities, people with disabilities can And actually have conversations with people and they're not isolated and they they probably don't feel so alone anymore. And I think it's very important for everybody
1: has a chance to get their voice heard. Yeah, absolutely. I do wish that they would put it on desktop because Mm -hmm. for the reason when I have closed captioning on, then it covers people's faces and it's harder to tell exactly what's going on there. So let's talk about discoverability for a minute. I wonder if you have any suggestions to help our listeners get their spaces discovered by people who aren't already following them. I do think that spaces obviously has to a lot of us who have a community on Twitter, you already have that community established. Whereas when you went into clubhouse, you you had to start from, from square one, basically. So how do you suggest that people get discovered? Start going into other
0: spaces first and start getting, building relationships first before you start actually saying, then you can do your first space and people will probably be already following you by then. I also, what I did from the very start was I started making Twitter lists of Twitter spaces. So I made a Twitter list of really cool Twitter spaces hosts, but I also did a Twitter list of women of Twitter spaces. So if you go to my Twitter lists, you will see I have a women of clubhouse list and a women of Twitter spaces. So even follow some of those people on my lists. And they're they're not private. They're open because I'm kind of providing a public service by having them there. I'm adding value to my community that way. And I feel that if you just join in a few Twitter spaces, start following some of the people you like and when you like listening to them or whatever. And then pretty soon you'll start seeing them doing spaces and popping up. And actually, there's a new notification that came up on my phone today when someone I knew and I followed was actually speaking. It was a notification that came up saying oh. Bobby is speaking in such and such a space. And I was like, Oh, that's new. So uh-huh. smart. They're, Why did yeah, it take working.
1: them so long to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But that's they
0: obvious. are the, the Twitter spaces team, I have to say, are amazing and they do listen and they're all yeah. about community. And they are actually implementing a lot of the things that we suggest to them because I was one of the beta testers as well. And you know, I actually got they gave me cool swag. Actually, they gave me this uh, Twitter spaces speaker and where's the other stuff of a sweatshirt and you know little things but you know they 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 do seem to value the community that they're building and they are listening to our suggestions so I do find that. They're very good that way.
1: Yeah, I've been in a couple of spaces where the head people and some of the developers were in there. So yeah, I see that for sure. I have been a little slack as of late in social audio. I need to to dig back in there. It's time Um, as well, though, isn't it? It's time, you know? Mm -hmm, And what I found was
0: instead of watching TV in the evenings, I was going on Twitter spaces. But then I was exhausted. Because yeah. you do end up working, you know, even right. though you don't, you're not really Thinking working. A lot. You're you're still using your brain, and you're still. It took me ages to get to sleep, so we have to be careful as well, and maybe yeah. just give ourselves certain time. Like there's certain Twitter Spaces I I wouldn't miss, and um, like there's a travel space uh, Rosanna does. You know, travel Tuesdays, and you know, there's certain ones I wouldn't miss. But like, do you know what? You can't have time for everything, so you have to kind of decide. Okay, really, if I'm bored sometimes, I'll just start a Twitter Space. You know. Oh that's fun. That's usually they're usually the best ones. It's like you know when you don't think you're going out and then you end up going
1: out. They're always yeah. the best nights. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. Low yeah. expectations. Yeah. 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 Fabulous. All right. Well, we are at brain break time. It's usually in line with the holiday or whatever kind of going on at the moment. Unfortunately, our guest is not a huge fan of Halloween, (laughs) but that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. She said she has something to tell us. So as long as you can contribute, we'll keep it, we'll keep it Halloween. So the topic for our brain break today is what is your favorite Halloween memory? And I'll just start since I'm already talking. And I I, I just had a Facebook memory pop up, but that's, I love that one you see. And so uh, seven years ago I was, I'd like to be inanimate objects. So I have like a very, I have a reputation for doing really good homemade costumes that are, you know, inanimate. So that year I was bubblegum machine. Um, My favorite memory was the reaction that I got and how blown away everyone was when I was, uh, when I was a loofah so I, I, I bunched tool and pinned it to a shirt all around me. And then I had a string like hanging from the top of that my is head so cool. yeah. and, and like all the, all the guys who pretended like they didn't know what I was uh, or, yeah. or what it was of called. Course. Cause that's like not masculine or something like, give me a break. You know, I know you have, your wife has one and you probably have one too. <laughs> yeah,
0: Exactly. That was a, that's a good one. I like that. It's a good one. It's funny. <laughs> (laughs) what's yours? Oh, the best Halloween I ever had. I'm a big Star Wars fan. And so my sister loves dressing up. I don't. But I said, well, okay, I'll go out with you. But only if I can dress up as Princess Leia. So I got the hair in the two buns and I got white. We we made the costumes. It was like a white silky kind of gown thing and a belt. And I had a little space gun. And um, I got so much attention that night. It was great.
1: (laughs) 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 That's my favorite Halloween. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, it was wholesome. You didn't have to do something, you know, cause some people use Halloween as an excuse to maybe dress, dress differently. French maid Halloween. or
0: something. Yeah. I know. So, yeah. A little
1: more risque. Yeah. And I, and I, you know,
0: I know Princess Leia didn't wear a bra. I did wear a bra. So.
1: Oh, yes. good girl. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> Jen, what about you? My favorite Halloween—it's a tie between two, but I'm gonna pick this one. <laughs> It's—I don't remember what in the world I was. I, I have no recollection of what I was. Sounds this. like a
0: good Halloween. Now it was
2: a good Halloween. <laughs> we were—we were in Kansas City and we went to a Chiefs game. And I know I was dressed with something. I wish I could remember what it was, but there are pictures somewhere. I just remember the tailgating before the game was such a blast. Everyone was dressed up. Everyone was friends. It was, I mean, typically it's like that at Arrowhead stadium, but this time was just different. It was fun. And, um, like halfway through the game, I was down getting a beer at halftime and I ran into one of my former favorite players, Priest Holmes. And I had to take a picture with him. It was, like the coolest. Thing. I was like, this guy dressed up. No, no, he's not. That's, for himself. That's him. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. So that was memorable. The other time I was a pregnant nun and my friend was a priest a little more controversial, but I was pregnant with Nicholas, so. Oh, that's awesome. What else are you going to do? It was real, yeah. That that would go down well in Ireland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, and Sam, in case you don't know, we are American football, NFL fans, and that's the Chiefs that she speaks of as her Kansas City I I got that. uh, I got that. Okay, I wasn't (laughs) sure. Because, you know, you just never know. Who knows what across the pond. Yeah,
0: I know. I have a lot of Americans in my Women's Inspire Network actually in a lot oh, right in my, i've got clients in New York and in California and Colorado so so awesome it's okay. well, I'm I,
1: gonna, I'm we're learning. gonna talk we're gonna give you a chance to talk about that um network um, um I have my last question for you um or second okay. to last question for you anyway Jen you want to kick off the second half? <laughs>
2: You bet. Um, Okay, so diving back into Twitter and the power of Twitter and spaces. Okay, so if a brand I'm going to use, like, I think that we could use like a clothing brand, for example, just to set us off somewhere. If a brand was thinking about utilizing spaces to build community around their brand, what three things would you recommend that they do? Well, first of all, start going into
0: other Twitter spaces and start requesting to speak and, you know, get up there and speak and let people get to know you a little bit. Because it's all about people. People buy from people. You might not have the best clothes even, but if I like you, I'd rather buy from you than the other person who has the same stuff as you have. So people buy from people. So start letting people get to know you, start building relationships and then start supporting their Twitter spaces. Like, why should they go to your Twitter space? Have you ever gone to theirs? Like, why? You know, so think about the other people and how they like. I mean, Jen, you see me jump into some of your hashtag Twitter chats just to support you because I liked you. If it wasn't yeah, I you it running so it. Yeah, but if it wasn't you running it, I wouldn't have done that. You know, so it is about people. And I just spotted it coming up my timeline and I said, I'll jump in and say hello. And you know, I've done that. So oh, feels, know, yes, I remember. Yeah, I do that. And that's what it's about. And people, if they know, like and trust you, they like, I know we say that we throw that around a lot, but it really is about people. You know, I wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast unless he's kind of like me a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, I mean, it is about people and people talk, you know. So on Twitter spaces, if you do a good Twitter space and if you do say something, People say to the other people in Twitter spaces, oh, do you know what? All, I was in a Twitter space that, and that lady, she's told me this and she has a great fashion shop. And da, 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 da. So that's how it works. The second thing would be share other people's Twitter spaces when you're in them. So just tweet out and share and tag them because they'll retweet that because we have big egos and we want to retweet when someone mentions us right so yeah. you know it's a good way to get in front of more people and uh, don't keep tagging people on Twitter I hate that when people keep tagging 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 lots of people that's very annoying but um, you can imagine how many times I get tagged like but the other thing for Twitter spaces is you know nurture those relationships so start you know taking them to DM taking them to but think of really good topics think about your customers okay think about me Okay, so if it's a fashion shop, I like nice clothes and I certainly like nice tops at the moment because I am doing interviews and I want to have a nice top and, you know, I want to look good on the camera, blah, blah, blah. So if you want me to go to your Twitter space, a good topic would be three of the best outfits and best colors you can wear in a Zoom call. You've got me right there, you know, you know, think about your customer, think about what it is they would join a Twitter space for. Think about someone like that lady that came in with the tea, I love tea. I mean, it was perfect. I was like, oh my God, I love tea. And then I had her up speaking and then I was like, oh my God, I have to check out your website. And next thing I bought a teapot and I bought tea. And it was like, (laughs) you know, and and she didn't ask for any of that. She just popped in to support me. And I love to support others who support me. And it's really important. And that's why I started the Women's Inspire Network, because I felt isolated. I felt like I, I felt a bit stupid actually, because I didn't really know much about business and I knew I was making mistakes, but I was wondering what I was doing wrong. And I was afraid to ask, you know, so I wanted to learn as much as I could to be the best. So I'm a bit competitive. I wanted to be the best. And yeah, so it's about, you know, supporting others and then thinking about your audience. What would attract them to your Twitter space? This is not the Twitter space you want to do. This is the Twitter space that your audience wants to go to. So think of it that way.
1: Right. right. Oh, that's a great frame of that we say that often right it's not about me it's about you or it's not about you it's about them but in thinking of it in terms of spaces is that's really that's a really good tip
0: yeah I mean when like the cup of tea twitter spaces I was surprised but they just took off because I was actually genuinely wanting to meet other people and get to know the other people and I know how important it is when people feel like I remember I went to one of those summits Jen and I remember that one I went to and I felt um a lot of people ignored me and didn't you know give me any acknowledgement at all. And I felt a bit, you know,
2: ignored, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, but, that's a tough situation.
0: Yeah. And I felt a bit like, God, you know, so, but there's nothing worse than going to a place and then people not making you feel welcome, you know, so, yeah. you know, but you did, you know, so, I mean, this is the <laughs> thing. So this is, it's really important and people will remember how you made them feel. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no question there. So let's talk a little bit about just Twitter in general. It's evolved over the years. I know people are up in arms about the latest algorithm change. It's a little bit annoying to me how they're feeding it personally, but whatever, it'll change again. Just wait a minute, right? Mm. It's like, like the weather, probably like weather in Ireland, just wait a half hour yeah. and it'll change, right? Um, it'll be sunny. so Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> what do you think are like two or three of the most compelling tactics that people can use to affect positive change in their businesses using Twitter? Can be about spaces or just Twitter in general. It's the same again. It's like I don't know if you noticed today. I did a tweet.
0: I have an Irish gift ideas list, and I created that because I knew a lot of people had struggled during after the pandemic, and a lot of these gift, you know, people that had gifts for Christmas. So I wanted to encourage people to buy Irish gifts for Christmas. So I created an Irish gift ideas list, and I've I've got it on my Twitter, and um, the amount of people that actually bought off that list. Because the people on the list said, oh, my God, I got so many orders this Christmas. And I think it's because I was on your list, you know. So giving to others and helping others is huge. And I don't think people do it enough. I think it's changed a little bit, uh, particularly on LinkedIn, actually. I don't know if you've noticed it's gone a bit more human, but always show walk the walk. That's what I'm saying. Walk the walk. Jen. You've seen me walk the walk, jumping in to help you with your Twitter chat, you know, and it's just it's actually genuinely doing those kind little bits of kindness. It could be a retweet of someone who has 40 followers. You know, it could be something like that. So I love doing things like that. I love surprising and delighting my followers. And, you know, they're my biggest brand advocates. They've made me who I am today. They've changed my whole life. They have changed my whole life. Like I was a lone parent on social welfare when I started so you know the biggest tip would be help others share your knowledge give value so when you start sharing your knowledge like I do little videos I use restream and I do a little um hey this is how you pin a tweet and it's such a simple thing but like the amount of people that watched that video they were like oh Oh, I didn't know you could do that, you know, uh-huh. and just little tips like, oh, this is how you yeah. bookmark a tweet. Have you seen the new Twitter newsletter feature? And just simple things like that. When you're sharing your knowledge, it just shows that you are the go-to expert, that you know right. your stuff. And then the next thing you're being brought up in a boardroom. What about that Twitter lady? You know, next thing you're getting a call with the CEO, you know, so that's what it's about.
2: Amazing. That's Fantastic. absolutely amazing. all so- simple
0: stuff, really, Like. <laughs> It is. It's, it's, it's quite simple. simple. Yeah, but it's just it's, so many people are just wrapped up in their own stuff, and I see so many people just, and they get desperate sometimes as well, which I understand as well to a point. You know that they just want to get that sale, but you know, you, you know, give value first, yes, and the sales yes. will come. It takes a bit longer. It does take a bit longer because I see it. I see people in and out, and I see them. They come and they're all over the place, and they're gone. And I, it's the ones that stay the distance. The reason they are where they are today. Is because they don't tread on other people. They don't take the piss out of other people. Sorry, they don't. Um, they don't <laughs> be mean to people. You know, yeah. yeah. The ones that are really successful, if you think about it, they're the ones that are actually kind. They share their knowledge. They help others. You know, that's why they're successful.
1: Yeah, Christina Garnett's a great example of that. Her yeah. tweet that went viral in December. If you have under so many followers, give these. Yeah. You know. Chime in, and everybody in marketing, Twitter, give them some love, and and, and she got a job change. She had a bunch of job offers and stuff, and and which is just amazing, right? And that's that just goes to show that. If you give without expecting to get, it will come.
0: Oh, look, I had a tweet that went viral the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know if you saw that. I must send it to you later. Jen, DM me later. I'll send you that tweet. But it went viral. And all I did was I was talking to a friend of mine who was self-isolating. He did underlying illness. And I was like, what can I do? I felt so useless like everybody. We all felt useless. We all felt like, what can we do here? Like everything's going out of control. And um, so what I did was um, I was talking to a friend of mine and he said, well, I'm kind of stuck here in the house. I can't really go out. And, you know, I might go to the shop, but I'm really scared. And I said, "Hmm, you must be a bit lonely. So I said, are you feeling a bit lonely? He said, yeah, it's a bit lonely. So I did a tweet saying, if you are, a lot of us with underlying illnesses are struggling. I can't remember the words of it, but then I said, if you, if you or anyone, you know, wants to connect to other people who are self-isolating, please let me know and I'll put you in touch with them. And that was the tweet Wow, It just went crazy. Um, it ended up a BBC journalist picked up on it and oh she said, oh, we should create a movement called Self-Isolation Help and maybe we can help people. So people would go and pick up other people's medicines or to walk their dogs, people that couldn't leave the house like and stuff like that. And it started a movement, wow. it spread to Scotland and Canada. I ended up on the six o'clock, the nine o'clock news I ended up on here. They were in my office here filming <laughs>
2: Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. amazing.
0: (laughs) That was so funny. And I was on Euronews. I was in the UK Times. It was just (gasps) mad. And all I did was, as we said, I went out to do something to help without any expectation for anything in return. What a story.
2: I mean, it just goes to show, like, if you go in with the right heart, the kind of impact, positive impact. We were talking about positive impact earlier in this episode, and, and it just comes out of being genuine from the heart. Yeah. And look, we all have our issues. We all have our bad days we all have you know and it's just to
0: remember that when you're having a good day that you could probably make someone's day you know yeah
2: yep pass it on just pass That's it, on. it. so we've seen the power of twitter we all we all love twitter it's an amazing network but there's some naysayers out there and it it hurts my heart a little bit to see that yeah (laughs) um so for the people and the brands who still they still don't understand the value of being active on twitter what would you say to them to try to change their mind
0: well if you are trying to target if you're trying to find customers like age 35 to 55, the highest going demographic in 2018, I think, was the over 55s and you want professional urban, you want the latest news as it happens, then you need to be on Twitter or if you are someone that has the latest news as it happens. So if you are an expert, people are going to Twitter for the latest news as it happens, especially since the pandemic and especially since certain presidents are not there anymore. So if this is about you're only going to hear the bad stuff on the media. You're not going to hear the lovely, kind, good stuff like that tweet I told you about. And I knew about yeah. Christine's tweet as well. I saw that. And, you know, it's like there's such a good, there's good stuff happening over there. And I think there's a huge fear around Twitter. And I think that's the main reason why people don't get it and not understand it. And it is a different animal to all the other social media platforms. But actually, if you're on LinkedIn and you like LinkedIn, Twitter is like LinkedIn's living room. You have decision makers there. You have CEOs. You have business owners, uh, communities, writing communities, art communities, music, food, food communities, like dirt, travel, everything. So I just think it's a case of it depends if you want to miss out on all those customers. Like I actually get annoyed when I see someone saying, oh, this is lovely. And I was like, oh, what's their Twitter? And they go, oh, no, they're not on Twitter. I actually don't buy from them oh. then. I'm like, well, thanks. I'm obviously not important if you're not on Twitter, you know. <laughs> so think about us. We have the money yeah. to spend. We're more likely to click on the link and buy. So you're missing out on our dollars now. Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: <laughs> That was a, that was I a mic drop moment. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I've had a couple of guests who aren't big in Twitter and I, one of them, mm-hmm. she's like, I'll, I'll get on it. And I'm like, okay. Cause that's where we're going to be promoting the, the episode and, and that kind of thing. So, so yeah. And I think I'm it's like, such I'm a like
0: shame, everybody. especially um, speakers. Do you know when you're doing an event and a speaker doesn't have
2: a Twitter handle? Yeah. Right. It's frustrating. Especially it's when heartbreaking. you're making the Twitter list or you're tweeting about them and you can't tag them. The, or the hashtag, hashtag is says, trending. Hashtag.
0: And and our hashtag, our Women's Inspire Network conferences, our hashtag always trends, number one. And they're missing out on the opportunity of being seen by all those people. Like the Web Summit is on next week. I'm going to Lisbon and Portugal next week with a company called WeDo. I must highlight, I must actually talk to you about her. Uh, Indiana Gregg, she's fantastic. And we're going to Web Summit. And so I've already been on the hashtag before I even get there and I think right. Jen I was already talking to you before I even landed in San Diego that time <laughs> yeah so go and there are people and there's journal request hashtag if you want to if they're they're always looking for journalists are always looking for experts on different topics oh I just I get frustrated and then sometimes I see it's usually a man actually usually middle-aged that would in that's been uh, that's on LinkedIn that will say Twitter you know and I'll just go Okay. And I just walk away. I don't even go there. I just leave it, you know, whereas I think because we're such good communicators and we can communicate in 280 characters, I think that we are a little bit better on Twitter, but... That's yeah. that's just a generalization. Like I know there are great yeah. guys over there too.
1: For sure. fighting words for some of our listeners, maybe. That's awesome. I love it. Okay. So we're winding down, but I do want you to talk, you talked a little bit about the Women's Inspire Network. And so I wondered if you want to talk a little bit more about that, if our listeners, you know, might be interested in, in what it's about.
0: Yeah. I started it because... I felt isolated, as I said, but also I used to go to other networks and I just didn't feel like I fitted in. I'm not into this whole, you know, chains around your neck kind of thing. I just know that there are so many brilliant female entrepreneurs that just Like myself, I didn't feel like I fit in, but also I wasn't getting value. I was gone, and people were speaking. And I was like, I don't this. I don't identify with any of this. This does not resonate with me. I want to learn about how to use Instagram, how to use TikTok, how to use the latest Twitter Spaces, uh, the social. I want to learn all these things because this is what we need to learn. And women in tech, there are so many new women in tech. I want to learn what's out there. I want to learn about the other women out there. We all like my daughter has started her own business. She's 22, and I'm not going to say. I'm just saying like we, they can't be what they can't see. So I think it's important that we learn as much as we can. And I just felt that we weren't being shown Basic things that we needed to learn, like how to do an email marketing campaign, all of this stuff. So a lot of people start a business and they don't even know how to do sale, you know. So and they actually also I was undercharging for years, years I was undercharging. Yeah. And it's another big thing I come across all the time. and um, so anyway, that's why I decided I said, you know what, when you can't find what you're looking for, create it yourself. So I just created my own network and I said, Right, I'll give this a shot. <laughs> I started I started on Twitter with just a Twitter chat. and Then everyone's like, oh, can we do this on Facebook as well? And I did it on Facebook. I had a huge Facebook group, 8,000 women, and I was just like exhausted. And I said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I said, I have to be really clever. And so I said, right, if I charge 20 a month, maybe people would pay for that to be part of my network. So about 200 converted from the 8,000. And I do weekly webinars. We feature the members strongly. Um, I have journalists in the network that actually give our members opportunities, PR opportunities, which is gold, which is right, gold. Yeah. And then I have 62,000 followers in the Women's Inspire Network has 22,000 followers on Twitter. So you get all of those retweets, you get in front of a bigger audience, but it's all about the members. It's not about me at all. And the lovely thing about it is there's no bitches in it because the bitches don't like me, so they won't join. So it's <laughs> like, it's really nice. And we're all age, you know, around 40. 35 to 55. The kind of demographic on Twitter, actually, um, because it started there, probably. But we have younger girls joining now, which is lovely. And it's just so nice because, um, you know, there's plenty of business for everybody. There are a lot of people in the world. And I just feel that if we just support each other, and the more that we work together and collaborate as well is really important. And I collaborate with other networks. So, like I joined another network because there's no point in me saying, well, they never support us. I have to support them too, you know. So it's all about a bit of this and a bit of that. But yeah, it's working so far. We have 480 members now from all over the world. And because it's an online network and it was always an online network, during the pandemic, our membership went up 28%. So because people needed that human connection and I understand it and I am a female entrepreneur I had nothing when I started so I understand it and I think when you have a network run by someone who is a female entrepreneur I think it makes a big difference as well
2: yeah I agree yeah
0: awesome you have to understand what people are going through you know And it's it's not easy running a business, you know, I mean, there are ups and downs and frustrations and, you know, there are times you're just like, and, you know, there's times I've cried. I was told to get off my high horse. I was told who do I think I was and all those things. And it wasn't actually a woman, obviously, but, you know, it was um, (laughs) it was funny. And now look where I am now. And and it's like you need to believe in yourself. And if you have something that
1: people want and they're willing to pay for it, then you have a business. Yeah, no question. All right. Well, and we'll have a, a link to that in the show notes so that people you. want to join or find you. Of course. I wonder how many people actually read the show notes because it's audio. You're <laughs> usually just listening, but I always, all the resources are always there. So if you're listening yeah. now, go to our show notes and you will, Or just you will follow tweeting on. goddess
0: on Twitter. It's in my bio. That too. Like, yeah, no, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. Okay. So we like to ask our guests to share a business book that they recommend for our listeners. What is your book today? Mine? <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Little Book <laughs> of Twitter Magic. Of <laughs> little Book of Twitter.
0: Actually, I, I have loads of business books. And you know what? I haven't even, I don't know when I'm going to get time to read them. I've loads. I liked Joel Combs' one, Twitter Power. I think it was
1: 2.0 or something. Say um, again, what's the name of your, the Little Book of Twitter Magic? Yeah. Little Book okay. of Twitter Magic.
0: Perfect. Ted Rubin actually okay. wrote the thing behind. Oh, me. right on. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's but it's all about um, just for anyone learning Twitter and why and how and all of that. But business books, I actually I'm being honest, I actually my best book is I'm actually uh, 13 years sober. So my best book that I have is the Daily Reflections book. And it's just got a little thing every morning that you read. So that's my best book. I'm okay. gonna
2: Oh, I love that. I love all of those recommendations. Those are, those are so helpful. You never know. All right. So let's touch one more time. Samantha, there's a lot of ways that people can reach out to you. Why don't you let them know the best way? Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know you were going to say that?
0: <laughs> tweeting goddess, tweeting goddess everywhere, tweeting. I'm even on TikTok, tweeting goddess, Instagram. Um, but you know, the Women's Inspire Network is really, you know, if you can't afford to work with me, at least you can get a piece of me. By being the Women's Inspire Network, you know, because I like to check sure. in as much as possible and do a lot of, I do a lot of the webinars and host them. So yeah, just uh, tweeting goddess on Twitter. And look, if anyone listening needs a retweet and you have something to promote, I love to support others. So just tag me and say, oh, I heard you on the show with Megan and, you know, tag Megan and, and I'll retweet that for you. Okay? Fantastic.
1: Thank you so much. All right, friends, this has been Packed full of great information for our listeners, especially I think the spaces element is it's just so fresh still yeah. for, for folks. And so even if you are still unsure about it, just get in and listen because you don't have to get on stage, you know, dipping your toe in the water by just getting in there and listening. I've heard some of the most inspiring things in rooms that I've been in and, and had some laughs. And some of them are really just for fun. It's not all about business either. So I highly recommend that y'all check out Twitter spaces and our guest, the tweeting goddess. Thank you. All right. This has been episode 92 of the making a marketer podcast, and we will catch you next time.